Hello, humans. Whoa, shit. <laughs> wow, almost had a f- the first accident there. Uh, <laughs> slack are, line here. <laughs> we are here on the slack line with Jay Wow. 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 And the boss. The boss is coming! That's a made up dumb fairy tale name, you And we are here with Paulina and Nima, uh, cyclists along with, uh, with Jay Wow on their. Uh, or, or, yeah, Paulina, you're a cyclist as well, too, yeah? yeah. But you don't work for Fudora. No, okay. Not yet. Uh, but they are well-traveled people and are coming to us with some worldly stories, I think, that are going to be very interesting today. Isn't that right? Those guys are amazing bike tourings, and um, they have some very interesting stories about I biking. Think Joel just likes me. He's my <laughs> 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 yeah, so we're going to get into some of those stories today. Uh, who wants to start? Anyone want to raise their hand? Nima. Nima. All right. Nice. You've been voting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I remember. So, hello, everybody. My name is Nima, and uh, I'm just a regular dude. I like biking, and uh, that's it. Here I am. You are so a regular amazing dude. Just, uh, <laughs> yeah. I've heard you have some interesting stories. You've, you've ridden around the world. I am, uh, th- there is a story. Nima, <laughs> Nima told me a story <laughs> once. Yeah, you no. <laughs> you had you had to tell this story. Closer. Okay, like this. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Your um, Perfect. your parents live in in, in Vegas, no, uh, right, Nima? Mm-hmm. And uh, one one time, Nima went. <laughs> he felt like uh, he was missing his parents, and he just you tell the story. Yeah. Like, okay, so it's, uh, I can't talk about a lot of things, but um, (laughs) I love traveling. Like, I think this is one of the few things that makes sense and gives meaning to my life. And, uh, but the thing is, I've been always a hyperactive, like physically hyperactive kid. Like, I've been doing sports since I can remember. And whenever I'm not getting physical exercise, like, I go really down, like. I'm like not myself. Mm-hmm. So uh, when I moved to Vancouver like eight years ago, I, I started biking because it's more bike friendly For than sure. where I come from in Tehran. It's polluted and sorry, stuff. where do you come from? I'm from Iran, Tehran. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, and then it picked up and picked up, and uh, so I was biking and commuting just with my bike, you know, ever since I've been in Vancouver, and and uh, then I at some point. Like a few years ago, I had a trip to Europe for a week. I didn't exercise for a whole week. Oh, yeah. And I was totally shut down. (laughs) (laughs) I had a ticket to go to Mexico, like doing a backpacking trip in in Central America. And I just, that was a good heads up for me. I decided to, I can't do three weeks without my bike. So I decided to turn it into a bike trip. So I bike in mexico and down to guatemala and make made it like many like uh much less countries mm-hmm. traveling i i want to go to all central central american oh countries. okay 
then I did a loop and uh, started from Cancun and down. I wanted to see all the Mayans. Yeah, you know, sites, Tulum and stuff like that. Awesome. Yeah. Amazing. Oh, they just found a new one down there, right on the edge of Guatemala, the northern part really? of it. Oh, yeah. really? Yeah, yeah, it's it like is. 60, uh, I want to say 60,000 homes, but I don't think that's right. I think it was 60. Yeah. But they have like highways and stuff in this new Mayan temple that they just, or this city. It's a city. Oh, wow. Yeah, before. they say like in that region, it's like under, under the rainforest. Yeah. It's all, you know. Uh, civilizations but i think according to regulations they cannot unearth more than five percent yeah the, the only reason they know they have like some special technology that can scan it and remove the canopy from the forest and they can see all the structures uh just with i'm sure it's like seismic waves or something like that but yeah anyway sorry continue with your so yeah yeah and uh yeah and then i i realized uh, that's the way to go for me like uh so traveling with bicycle getting my physical exercise and how know, safe was it to uh travel in mexico it was pretty safe totally safe i didn't no crazy uh, no crazy stories about people no. trying to rob you and stuff no not at all oh nice no. well who's gonna rob somebody that's just riding their bike ah uh, are you kidding we yeah. have stories yeah <laughs> no in brazil they they stole your bike and everything you have like right out from under you uh, yeah man they stop you in sao paulo they stop you oh, wow they with a knife and they just get your bike right but like going across mexico if somebody's gonna be taking somebody down it's probably like tourists in a car traveling across with mm. a bunch of possessions this is and true stuff. like yeah they probably rob like the guys with expensive bikes that are mm. training for something yeah. not like the touring mm. bikers but i had a story um of another cyclist that was um um he was almost robbed and was in mexico and he traveled from alaska to argentina and the only country he was um, attempted to be robbed was Mexico. That's why I asked. Um, but luckily, he he got on the other side of the street um, and well was hit by a truck pretty much. Oh and <laughs> yeah, and he of course didn't have a helmet because you know who needs a helmet cycling <laughs> from <laughs> Alaska to Argentina. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, he had a pretty bad injury, but he was so pumped on an adrenaline when it happened that he actually charged at those guys. He like started trying like. Um, tried to hit them pretty mm -hmm. much and it was two guys and they they just got scared and ran away oh, so wow. he, so he was not robbed only yeah. hit by a truck mm -hmm. uh you know only <laughs> hit by a truck <laughs> <laughs> he, he finally he was not robbed but just <laughs> hit by a truck H had Robin to go to the hospital but you know <laughs> here we are telling his story right uh, paulina how did how did you came across biking and all that story you know what um i was turning 30 last year and uh, I was like, well, you know, turning 30, I have to do something crazy. And uh, there was something I always wanted to do is like to cycle long distance. I always wanted to do it. And it was on my, you know, at the back of my head all the time. And, you know, I'm not I'm not letting go of things easily. So this one day I was like, that's it. I'm doing this. Like um, I had a flexible job. I, I just, you know, saved up like some bucks. And I had no idea how to do long long distance cycling, like zero. I just had my bike. <laughs> I bought two panniers. Um, <laughs> two what? Sorry. Like the bags, the oh, side okay, bags. Okay, okay, yeah. And uh, put them on the on the little rack, and I was yeah. like, okay, I'm good to go. I'm good to go. I got my camera with me, um, and that's it. I, and I was just like, okay, bye everyone. Just follow me on fa um, on Instagram, and uh, we'll see what happens. But were you were you like? At least used to biking around town, or um, yeah. So just 
two weeks or one week before um, I've decided that's it. I'm going like no matter what, I'm, I'm just going. I was so freaking scared. Um, <laughs> I have a I have a really good friend who is a um, Olympic level cyclist back in Colombia. And she was like, OK, let's do let's do like a long distance ride um, and then see if y- you can do it. So we did 80 kilometers, not loaded bike um, up to um, just towards 40 kilometers towards Whistler and then back. OK. I made it. Okay. I was hurting. That's like all <laughs> uphill. Holy shit. <laughs> it, it was <laughs> <laughs> I was like, okay, if I do 80 kilometers with no bags, you know, it's fine. I can do it with bags for 100 kilometers. And uh, yeah, and then I loaded my bikes, my, my bike in uh, a couple of weeks. And I was like, oh, that's additional 30 kilos. I'm like, oh, <laughs> what oh am I going to do with this? <laughs> Um, but you start cycling, you just you just go for it, yeah. and you and you know the the trick is you you just keep telling yourself like, you know, one kilometer at a time, and you keep pedaling. Yeah. And uh, you know what? After doing this, I realized that anyone can do it, and I, I'm definitely here to let everyone know not to be afraid of doing something like this. And it's wonderful experience to actually um, to see a distance that you completed that you can see on a full map. So yeah, which that distance is cool. was that? Uh, yeah, where did you go? Um, so my first, first time. my first trip was Vancouver to San Diego. I did 3000 kilometers. Oh, that's the one Holy I want to do. Shit. And I did it alone as a female with zero experience or any clue <laughs> what I was doing. This <laughs> is smart. That's smart. <laughs> funny because uh, <laughs> when I met, when I met Paulina, um, we were talking about jobs and stuff and so oh, I saw my, my bike career as well. Like, uh, working in film sets and I'm, I'm doing this. She's like, Oh nice. I cycle from this. I was like, and this is the trip I always wanted to do. Like the she did the trip that I always wanted to do. I also want to do that trip, wow. but in a car. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> on a horse. Yeah, on a horse. <laughs> because it's so Canadian. Right? <laughs> on a horse, I can't ride a horse actually. Oh really? No, not I'm yet. not that Canadian. Um, yes, yeah, so Nima, what's your what's your long distance ride? What what's your favorite ride that you've done? Um, <coughs> yeah, the the longest one. Uh, was um um in year 2000 and yeah it would be 2016 in okay i was sitting in my apartment i had just applied for for bike career job and uh they wanted too much of commitment like staying there they were like asking me questions in the interview like where do you see yourself in three years yeah. i was like so <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Delivering Dead. to Las Vegas. <laughs> I have no idea. So luckily they didn't uh, hire me, and uh, <laughs> and I, like I waited for a week, and I had no plan whatsoever, and I was like having this, you know, uh, talks with my my parents to go and visit them. I was like sitting, so like, wh- why I'm not biking to Vegas? Like I I can't be away from my bike, but. I I practically have nothing to do. I just had a thesis that nobody cares when it's gonna be finished. You know? <laughs> okay. <laughs> and uh, then uh, like uh, uh, like the night that I decided, the morning uh, of the day after I rolled out out of my apartment, I already had like bike touring stuff. I, I, I like think that's the secret, not to think too much just about go. it. Just go. Yeah. Yeah. And that I sounds I like a terrible, <laughs> terrible idea, especially if you're going to go for like days and days. Like you got to <laughs> pack stuff and plan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I had no 
plan whatsoever. I can, I can imagine like in Matt's head what what he would pack. Okay, two underwears, <laughs> <laughs> a flip flop. Uh, what else do I need? <laughs> yeah, and, uh, that's a good and start actually. And that's <laughs> what I would pack too. <laughs> yeah, I called my dad. I told him uh, so. I'm coming. Uh, with my bike, and he was like, oh, oh, cool, interesting. And he said, uh, which way are you coming? I said, I don't know, I, I come just straight. <laughs> south. <laughs> right south. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and uh, then he Towards the sun. <laughs> no, that's east. <laughs> uh, and I Google it was like 3,000 K and uh, or 2,800. And then my dad said, you know what? You, sh- ha- you should probably on your way see also Yellowstone oh National yeah. Park. Mm. I was like, might I as well. Pulled up Google Map. I'm <laughs> 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 like, was like totally going towards the east. It's like making a triangle. Oh like yeah, I was a pretty far out of the way. I was like, tour, yeah. sure, yeah. yeah, I'll do it. I was like, so it it came to four thousand k. Wow. wow. The day. But I bet it was beautiful like riding your bike through there. Hey? And it was absolutely the best idea whatsoever because it was in October and Yellowstone National Park is swamped mm. with tourists yeah. in summer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's supposed to close down, you know, like shut down uh-huh. around that time. Like many campsites are, oh, are okay are closed off. Okay. And uh, so and uh, it was I. I was on the road for 48 days, 42 days of biking, six days of uh, rest days. And I had just, I guess, it just two two hours of rain. So it was wow. like all nice and sunny. Wow. It's inland. Yeah. You know, and in, o- in October, if you want to go down the coast, it's like you get like half of the days probably raining. Yeah, I guess that probably makes sense. And eh? it was gorgeous. It was like all over the Rockies. Yeah. You know, how much of uh, going up and down on a tour. What about going bike? through, like, the desert areas? Like, you guys both went through pretty hot areas, I would imagine, on those trips. Like, through yeah, to like Vegas. I mean, you're riding like, through the desert. Yeah, like, when I got to Utah, it's like, in one day, I got, like, the whole 48 days of uh, tan. Like, yeah, I know. Sure. Like, <laughs> like, first, like, I was in really high elevations for, like, 70, 80% of all my distance was how high the Rockies. How it's high? like the highest was like three thousand meters, like ten thousand feet. Wow. So when you're uh, in Yellowstone National Park on your way to uh, sa- on your way to south, which is Grand Teton National Park, you have to pass the Great Divide three times. It's like you go up and down, up and down, and uh, they're like. 2700 to 3000 meters elevation. Uh, Yellowstone itself is quite high and that's why it's uh it shuts down early in the season. And mm. uh, it was snow and uh so anyway, um b- uh, like for almost um 80% of those uh 7 weeks I was uh on high elevation and it was cold. 7 weeks. Yeah, seven, it took me seven so weeks. So 40, oh, 40, yeah, 40 days. So it's about yeah. uh, 120 kilometers every day, right? No, on average, I did 96 kilometers per day. 96? Yeah. But every day? Uh, No, for, for those uh, 42 days. Yeah, 42, well, yeah. almost, yeah. Yeah, like one, like one rest day, around one rest day per week. Like six Holy days shit. of biking. And, and, uh, and yeah, I, I was cold. I was like, I slept at, 
like up to minus 10 degrees centigrade and where were you sleeping yeah i was gonna ask like you guys take these big trips you seemed very ill prepared for your big trip <laughs> what are you, you what's you. your what's your sleeping arrangements how do you eat like what's what's that deal i just uh the first night i like there's this we- cool re- really cool website warm called showers. warm showers uh, <laughs> it's like cyclist oh. uh, version of uh couch surfing okay so I slept uh, the first day that I biked to, I biked all the way to Seattle, like 240K on a heavy bike. But not bike. in one day, right? One day. In one day? Yeah. No, anyways. Uh, yeah. so <laughs> I, <laughs> I was, I, because I wanted to make it to one of the warm showers uh, hosts, and I biked there, and my bottom bracket was fucked up. Sorry. No, you can no, I like swear as much as you Who was your okay. host? My hosts were like uh, Not two, wonderful, oh. two wonderful, two uh, wonderful cyclists, two ladies, couples, and uh, and so I, p- they were expecting me for dinner, and I started really early. I rolled out of my apartment, I guess, like five a.m. or okay. something. Okay. What's your average <laughs> pace? Twenty <laughs> five. Not too far. Not not too fast. Maybe twenty, twenty two. 22 for a yeah. loaded bike is yeah. yeah. a really good speed. Yeah, well. like I was pushing. So what happened was by the time I got there, my right knee was dead. Oh, yeah. I, it, w- it had swollen. Oh, like shit. So big. And they were like, so like, holy shit, this is the just the first day of my biking. And so it was the bottom bracket was kind of uh, hanging loose. And then I ended up staying one more day there, and we they worked in a, a bike community oh uh, okay. shop. The, the lady was actually the, the manager of that place, and I fixed my bottom bracket for uh-huh. like five bucks, and I keep five bucks. <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> like for ten bucks. It was uh, wonderful. Yeah. But, 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 but by the time I left, my knee wasn't still yeah. you know, quite well. So I iced it the whole, whole, the t- the whole the time I was there. And uh, so I just kept going. So I was like, Okay, let's just see so what's gonna happen. You rode four thousand like kilometers on the fucking bunk knee, but it it got better. Uh, after, like <laughs> it, on it was recovered. <laughs> yeah, it was yeah. better when he stopped biking. Is <laughs> it just yeah. Yeah, after, I, after I got <laughs> there, it felt great. Yeah, you guys I, are crazy. I man. just kept going, and it was like my knee was filled with this like fluid. Yeah. yeah, fluid thing was like making noises. It was like. I c- like it was like my kneecap was floating. Yeah, you shouldn't keep riding your bike after that. Yeah. Right? <laughs> you should go see a doctor. <laughs> what what doesn't kill you makes you stronger, okay? Uh, yeah. He did 40 days later. He was <laughs> and I, like the rest of it, I stayed like two or three more nights with warm shower uh, hosts. Okay. Like wonderful people that they really, s- you know, uh, straightened me up. Like I was like filthy. <laughs> yeah, they give you. No water, no no battery nothing yeah. so and the rest of it was 70 percent camping like white camping anywhere on the bridges so you you brought you brought your tent along with you yeah yeah okay yeah oh, okay. like uh anywhere and uh i slept five or six nights in outhouses uh, in outhouses yeah in uh, especially in yeah. wyoming uh, because like the it's campsites uh, and stuff yeah campsites are not safe and everywhere was shut down and um, it's like wildlife you know they're not the the campsites aren't safe because of the wildlife there was just one campsite open which was at the very northern part of uh, uh, Yellowstone National Park I stayed there for two nights two or three nights was like biking around in Yellowstone coming back to the campsite 
but then I packed up heading south and um, there was no other campsite open so I, I would have stepped anywhere wow. and uh, then I was like over this uh, great divide uh, pass was like getting dark and yeah you know so I, I slept uh, uh, yeah like five or six nights I, I have my notes in those outhouses just uh, and I was told with uh, with uh, with the park rangers that go to one of them and oh really you went to the park rangers and they were like go sleep yeah in because the there's like they're like wolves and like grizzly bears yeah. and stuff like that and i had like some some noises you know when i was <laughs> on my own sleeping <laughs> and it was uh every night uh, in those uh but the good thing it was so cold it was like minus five to ten yeah that it wasn't too smelly oh yeah i would clean up and put my my tent's uh uh footprint you know yeah so it was okay <laughs> so i survived paulina what about yeah. you yeah like what? What was your so survival I rolled techniques? out no tent, nothing. Oh <laughs> no tent. <laughs> no tent, nothing. Yes. So you, you what was your plan? <laughs> <laughs> what, like, okay, what was you your do, plan? You did take uh, two <laughs> two <laughs> t-shirts and a pair of flip flops. I I, I a had towel. a pair of flip flops. I was like, I, I I'm going to California. I need flip flops. <laughs> <laughs> you you forgot you, like uh, you, oh, you probably brought your br uh, your, your teeth brush and stuff. Yeah yeah yeah. <laughs> like you know basic stuff. My camera. That was the <laughs> I was like okay my camera. Uh, my camera was. Probably one third of my whole weight. Oh of my god! <laughs> oh <laughs> my god! Stuff, but anyway, um, so just before my trip, I had no idea how I'm gonna do it, and then I just discovered this website where I'm showering, <laughs> <laughs> and one I was like, okay, that's great. Trip. There's hope, you know. <laughs> and I booked, um, I booked my first host, and I was their first guest, and they were my ho first host, so it was oh really nice. cute. And uh, I was like, okay, okay, as long as I have my first stay, and it's you know. They actually responded. There are people out there, you know. I think I can make it. So it's like I, I had only one confirmed stay, and that's it. it. It gave me enough confidence to actually go for the trip. Okay. And uh, my first distance was to um, Bellingham. Mm, yeah. Is that what it is? It's, yeah. it's about 100, 110 kilometers. Um, my battery, my phone battery died. So my last 10 kilometers, I just used my memory to find their location. Mm. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. Wow. And, and I, I kind of, when I was like one People kilometer still have away. Memory. <laughs> that's pretty. Yeah, mine died pretty. like right, like 2K before getting to my Because I also use, I used a lot of applications. I, wa I wanted to document this yeah, thing. Yeah. So I was using Strava. <laughs> which is a pretty uh, cool yeah, application yeah. um strava then google maps and uh you know my, my data was running so um it, it killed my battery pretty fast and then i ended up finding a coffee place that was closing in one minute and i was like i don't care just plug for two seconds i like but i needed an exact address you know <laughs> <laughs> what time was that um so i arrived at about 7 p.m uh, uh yeah it was my first time 100 kilometers first time loaded bike 100 oh kilometers my God. it was awesome i felt pretty good <laughs> uh so now what <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> just go you go back home to sleep and <laughs> well you know it's like once i cross the border i i, I thought that's it you know yeah. if i cross the border there's no yeah no turning no back, turn back. Mm. And then I, I, I got to those hosts, and they were so lovely. There was a couple. The husband was a physician, and she um, owned the clinic as well. 
and um, they also gave me a few tips about cycling and things like that. And then from from that point, they they also give you um, tips on the best routes okay. to the next destination. That's one of the good things um, yeah. staying with warm showers because they usually are cyclists and they're usually the touring cyclists and they do know a lot about the area. So uh, that's they great. They like they're gonna fix your bike. Yeah, they will. That's fix so your cool. Bike. I yeah. love that. There's these, yeah. you know things of you know it's just people taking care of each other people and helping there, each there other and let's like hope eh? yeah it is it's cool it's, it's neat you know. guys like um so i did two trips this trip and the other trip to malaysia i just did recently and i think the only the only reason why i survived and made it till the end is the kindness of all of those people oh honestly nice. like people giving me um charging batteries people giving me spare tires people in malaysia in malaysia guys it's it's insane um it was Thailand. I just crossed from Malaysia to Thailand, and I had a, a flat tire, no no spare tire. That's it. I'm just in the middle of the street. The guy stopped. He's like, do you need help? I'm like, yes. <laughs> 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 when people offer help, always say yes. 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 And uh, he he grabs my bike. He drives it to a bike shop. So, I'm, you know, they, they fix it at the bike shop. I'm ready to pay and things like that. They give me a spare tire, they give me a bottle of water, and they charge me nothing. Wow. Hmm. In Thailand, knowing that I'm a tourist yeah. from a Western country, you know? Yeah. And they're just, you know, have fun, enjoy Thailand. You know, it was you d- uh, stories real, like that all over. The experience of locals is out of big cities. It's, like yeah. that's guys, it's, yeah. I, I keep telling everyone, it's it takes only one stupid case for everyone to um, start to Shouldn't be afraid be. Mm-hmm. of each other. But uh, when you go on those trips... You meet so many kind people and open people that are ready there to share everything with you that you just want to, you mm-hmm. know, um, go back and do the same and continue this, this, you know, um, just helping mm-hmm. everyone. Yeah. And Paulina, do you Paying think that? Yeah. Do you think that um, that kindness that you you mentioned? Do you think that it's because you were on a bike? It's perhaps or or or, or yes. yeah. I think so. I think people do look at the cyclists dif- like the uh, differently because they see that you struggle. You 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 put some effort into getting mm-hmm. to their city, and if you're traveling by bike, it most likely you don't have all the money in the world. Yeah. Uh, I mean, otherwise you would take a car, right? Um, <laughs> you don't know, <laughs> but it's an assumption, right? Well, it's for some people, it's an adventure thing. Yeah, too, right? they don't necessarily have to be traveling by yeah, bike but that's i think that's what they people see is like people are on an adventure and maybe want to be part of it and help these people along i, I think i think that's it right adventure. they want to be part of it right that's maybe that's actually true that could be it um but what i wanted to finish telling you guys before i forget so i cycled through um washington state and then oregon state and staying with warm showers i stayed in a um in a motel once and i stayed in airbnb once um but those were like cool places (coughs) and um and then once i hit california i met this guy um tyler who was shooting for um um for this website the cyclist website um and he used to work for national geographics very cool guy talented photographer i'm like wow this is amazing let me follow you on instagram yeah. i open an instagram turns out i already follow the guy oh, wow. <laughs> he's that famous <laughs> <That's cool. laughs> that i've been following him and i didn't really like recognize him um i was like wow taylor i'm already following yeah. you <laughs> so he's like polina don't be stupid get a tent yeah <laughs> and i took one extra day and i went to walmart and i got a tent and i got a swimming um sleeping bag and a pad and that's it from 
from that day through the California, there are a lot of camping sites. Yeah. Way more than um, Oregon and uh, Washington. And probably, yeah, 70% of the places I was staying at were um, campsites. Yeah. And it was excellent. It, they were really amazing. They were only five bucks. And you get, a, like, a shower and, you know, a, a nice community mm. to stay with. And you yeah. see other cyclists. You're like, hey, where yeah. are you cycling from? And things That's like cool. that. Yeah. And once you get down to, you know, past whatever parallel you're you can kind of sleep anywhere outside right like the weather's not is all all pretty consistent and that type Uh. of thing throw a tent down and like it doesn't really matter right you don't need to be finding like shelters and and uh my case i i slept in campsites just maybe 10 percent of the time right and uh i like i realized uh like in in the u.s you you could sleep anywhere provided that it's not on a private property yeah like anywhere on the side of the road <laughs> even when i was in uh close to uh, like end of washington state and i was was like it got dark i wanted to i i got to uh no i was in miss missola i guess yeah it's in uh montana and i went shopping and it was like too busy it was like the big city was driving me crazy and i decided to just take off around towards my next destination it got really dark i wasn't safe so i pulled pulled to the side of the road and i, I went under the bushes and like putting my uh l- headlight on and so- somebody had called the police <laughs> and they thought <laughs> and they they had reported that i w- i was having a big chainsaw <laughs> trying to cut the big uh, like this big billboard it's like <laughs> a <laughs> funny story I was like you know uh, I assume it's a small yeah. town nothing <laughs> is happening there so <laughs> I had just dropped my headlight somewhere like as I stopped and I was like I had this massive 1200 lumen headlight turned on I was like uh, trying to like put it like keep it on in mo- between my teeth like <laughs> getting my things done and then, then the police pulled over two police cars I was like this thing in my mouth <laughs> I was like that's it. Uh, I, I went over, and uh, so that they told me, uh, yeah, somebody called and said, like, man, like you see, I'm a, I'm, I'm a bicycle tourer, and I'm heading for Yellowstone. Yeah. At the moment, and then they were totally cool. They said, like, do you need anything? Like, huh. uh, stay warm, and like, so I realized, like, I had so much, you know, preoccup preoccupation before going like where where am i gonna stay mm-hmm. so i ended up staying anywhere that i wanted hmm. you know provided it wasn't but th- that's the thing if you think about it too much before going you yeah. you'll you're not gonna have those answers but once you're there once you're cycling you will find a place to stay yeah. regardless. all you need is water and like i had like po- power banks like charging my phone mm. so i would keep going for for five days and filling up my water bottles at any gas station or anything I just would keep going it would give me so much freedom to not thinking about where is my next you know yeah. place to sleep going anywhere that I felt like stopping I would stop okay well, what about like personal safety like uh, especially for you Paulina as a woman doing all this and traveling by yourself and stuff like I mean if you're just pitching a tent on the side of the road or something like that or even just staying at these strangers homes is that like like you said it takes one bad experience to kind of sour you on that type of thing or is it just you know you're so overwhelmed by the um, amount of good experiences that you don't worry about it or 
when I was going for my trip, I was like, oh my god, I'm, I'm gonna be killed. I'm gonna be raped. <laughs> I was like, I'm just, I was just ready for it, but I didn't. <laughs> 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 ready for it. <laughs> I had knife with me, you know. Okay, yeah. um, but um, I was I was shocked how far from reality I was yeah. in my fantasies about yeah. the danger. Uh, it's actually not that crazy. Um, I had a case where I think I got a tent, uh, and it was my second day with a tent, and I felt, you know, like I can do anything. I can sleep anywhere. But I haven't yet, but I, you know, I I knew that I could. Mm-hmm. Um, and I read this book just before going. Uh, it was one of the books that inspired me. It's called uh, Miles from Nowhere. Okay. It's about this this couple um, in their late twenties. Um, it was um, in seventies, end of seventies, and they w- they had money to put down for a mortgage. And they're like, "Well, we have enough money to like even travel the world by mm-hmm. you know by bikes." And then they look at each other and like, "Let's do it." And they did it. So I read this book, and they what they say in those books that um, you can stay at churches and uh, fire station. Um, fire station. What do you yeah, call? Yeah, fire station. Yeah, yeah and uh, churches. You know mm. things like that. And uh, so this one day, I I cycle. I, I really wanted to push it, and uh, I I felt good. You know, on days that you feel good, you want to cover as much kilometers as you want, like okay. as possible. And um, I saw just just just. This one little city, but I wasn't sure about the size of the city. So I get to the city, and it's getting really dark. And it's like two pubs. <laughs> and the population of the city was um, 102 people. Oh, yeah, we don't <laughs> call that a city. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a hamlet. It's, uh, it's funny, but you see it on the map, But they had right? the basics, two pubs. The, yeah. Two pubs, and then two... Two pubs for <laughs> 100 people. <laughs> <laughs> no pharmacy, no hospital, yeah. just two pubs. <laughs> I walk in, I'm like, okay, great, I'm going to stay here. Because I, I was still kind of like, eh, I don't know if I want to stay in my tent, if it's not a campsite. And I ask how much is uh, a night, and they're like, oh, $130. I'm like, oh, okay, that would yeah. last me for oh a week. Wow. <laughs> um, so I'm like, okay, what are other options? And I start to ask locals in the pub. I'm like, well, what would you guys think? Where can I camp and stuff like that? They're like, oh, you can go like uh, 100 meters out, and then there's an old post um uh, uh, post office, and then just behind it, there is a cliff, and you can put a tent right by the cliff. But live <laughs> very live specific. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> They're like, yeah, people do it all the time, but please make sure you leave early because it's illegal to camp there. <laughs> okay, <laughs> which I love, like when yeah. people realize that it's illegal, but they still share that information. Sure. They're like, yeah, mm. just do it. That's cool. And then this guy was talking to him, and uh, he was like a, a local. Not drunk, but everyone was kind of making fun of him. <laughs> and he was giving me all the tips and stuff. And oh I was nice. like, okay, great, great. Uh, I'm going to go. I'm going to camp there. I'm, I'm going to do it. I'm like, you know, telling myself I can do this. I get out. It's pitch black, pitch black. I'm going somewhere on the, like, edge of the cliff, by the tree, in the middle of nowhere. And then um, just before I bike there, I pass a little church. And I see a woman coming out of the church. And I stop. And I was like, well, you know what? It never hurts. I skin. So I'm like, um, do you do you guys host random cyclists <laughs> s- like passing by? And she looks at me. She's like, like scared and kind of like not scared, but like what a weirdo yeah. kind of giving me that look. And she's puzzled, and she's like, no, not really. So I'm like, okay, let, like it's fine. I didn't expect her to say yes. And then I I keep going. I start pitching my tent uh, in the pitch black, and then I hear this this drunk. I call him drunk. He was sober, but <laughs> <laughs> he was a really goofy guy. He the runs. Town fool. Tom Fool, exactly. Yeah, that was him. He runs towards me. He's like, don't be scared. Don't be scared. It's me. I'm like, I'm not scared. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, you know, that lady at the church, she wants you to come back. I'm like, oh, 
great. So I come back and she's like, you know what? Uh, you can pitch your tent behind the church. I'm like, oh, that's wonderful. You know, at least I'm next to the like kind of Good. people yeah. and stuff. And she uh, she goes to the back of the church and she shows me a washroom. And just before the washroom, there's like a little like a um, powder room, whatever you call it. But it's it's a room, it's yeah. a space. Mm. And I keep looking at the room and at, at the lady, and I'm not <laughs> saying anything. <laughs> just like just looking you know. at the plate full of food. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna eat that. Yeah, so <laughs> <laughs> <Like> boring, eh? <laughs> and of course, she looks back at me. She's like, "Oh, you can just sleep in here." Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, "Oh my god, thank you, thank you so much." <laughs> And that. that's where I stayed. And she just said, like, yeah, in the morning you can leave and just close up the space. And that's it. Cool. Okay. So I have a, um, a challenge for you guys. Okay. Um, I'm going to time here right now in my phone. Um, in how many seconds? But it's going to be one and then the other. I'm going to start maybe with... Do you uh, want to take a break before you play your game? With Paulina. Yeah. Okay. 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 Break. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Break okay. Is good. So yeah, we'll take a break. We gotta take a, a pee break and we'll come back yeah. and talk more about these guys' really awesome yeah. travels. It's really right. interesting. Right. We'll be back. Hey, mama, I know what you need, but I never met a woman with so much grief. Hey, mama. Hey, hey, mama, I've seen you around Messing with all the poor boys in this town Hey, mama Hey, mama, hey You burn this whole place down Just to wear the crown
what you need. Yeah, I don't know. It's it's uh, it is an input, but it, it does depend okay. where 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 you grew up on. Like I don't know. It's true. Uh, it, coming from South America, we uh, it's not that we are scared it's of not nothing. Like you know, yeah. it's like not abstract. It's shit happens like a lot. It's not like oh, if you're not afraid, it's not gonna happen. No, no, no. It's gonna happen if you're afraid, if you're not afraid, if you're half afraid, or you know. You you just yeah you lowering the chance. Yeah, you had to you had to of course you have to. Um, no, you have, but like you for have to for make for a risk from all the places you know? yeah. like from uh, all the places that I travel in my life, unfortunately, the place that I come from was the, the most dangerous. I heard a lot and about Brazil. And Brazil, I I remember I bumped into a a girl in Brazil, and she was. <laughs> no, we are back on the slack line chatting hey, about hey, <laughs> our hey, stuff. Hey, hey. Keep going. I'm yeah. just wondering. Yeah. I, so <laughs> I bumped into this girl. I was making this um, this path, but I, I, I was doing by car. And um, I bumped into her in a hotel. And she had like a crappy bike. And she was like doing all this stuff with the crappy bike and stuff. But it was not... It was kind of off-road what she was doing. It was like some kind of uh, steep gravel that she was going through and her bike was like a like this like city bike that was not even like very good for the city so i look at that i was like oh fuck man i i mean uh, but she wasn't from brazil no she was from brazil she was from sao paulo actually and anyway it was a day that i was visiting in a lot of places and i aimed to go to um, a city nearby by by car but I was was around, and her goal was only to go to this city. So we we stood in this hotel for the night, and interesting enough, by the end of the day, I'm getting into the city, and I saw her in, uh, on on the road. Oh wow! So I, I bumped into her again, and then we found a, a hotel or a, a hostel or whatever, and we stood there for a night. And I was like, okay, so like her bike, it's very you know, n not not Bad. the best, and she's like she's already feeling a lot of pain because she was on the gravel and like her arms and legs are sour, and like uh, and do you? I asked her, do you have like a knife or something like bef before going on my way on the next day? And she was like, no, no, it's like it's okay. It's like uh, all right. Just I gave her my knife. I was like, just have it if you know. I hope you're not going to use it, but just have it. And I continue my trip, and a week later, sent him a message and s to see how was she doing and everything. And she was like, oh, I, I came back to Sao Paulo by bus. I just put the bike on the bus. Because she was cycling one of the roads, and a guy stopped, got out of the car, and started ma masturbating in front of her. So she just crossed a, a very... Uh, uh, busy highway without looking into <laughs> any of the sides and she was terrified and of she the guy masturbating yeah but like you, you know oh, the guy just stopped <laughs> stopped the car and like <laughs> and and and, and she just that, that was the end of the trip for her um but for me it's so fucked up in my well that, that's i was just Getting uh, you guys are more much more interested. I was just going to talk about politics. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we, we, ta we talk a lot about yeah, that type of stuff. But it's, uh, for me, for I me, it's just make a really big deal of masturbation. 
Yeah, no, no. Well, man, I, well, I don't so understand. Creepy. I don't understand the mindset of that guy. Yeah. Just like yeah. I'm gonna pull my car over well, and get out of a <laughs> masturbator and like, masturbate really, in like front of this person, like and that's going to convince them. No, 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 no. It's a sick. It's a sick me? person. It's a sick person, probably. No, it's, it's just like for a for a girl. She doesn't champion know. champion masturbation, like somebody that can masturbate in a busy highway. <laughs> no, 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 no. The problem <laughs> is that. <laughs> <laughs> if the person did this, they're like they could be that crazy. So you don't know w- what would be yeah. the next step. Well, like yeah. what yeah. else they capable you know? of? Like no, but true. but so. the guy the guy's sick. It's a sick yeah. person. Anyways, back to happy things. <laughs> I wanted to back talk back about to happy things. Your game and their. I uh, have a game. Right the now. Okay, the pleasant. Game. I have a game right strangers. now. <laughs> so, I want to see which one of you guys can. Are we ta- ba- no, wait, 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 wait. Just between them two. Yeah, yeah, just between you two. I'm going to give Paulina the first. I'm going to give Paulina the first uh, the first lap. Yeah. And then I'm going to go to Nima. I want to see which one of you guys could pack your luggage faster. Oh, Paulina, my God. <laughs> one, two, three, go. Just oh, say what, the what? items, yeah. Oh, okay. Two pair of uh, underwear, the flip-flops, uh, the camera, the bottle of water. Um, pants, the bicycle pants, the bicycle shirt, something warm, another something warm, uh, tools, 15 millimeter, <laughs> and do the same way. 60 percent of the time, it works. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so <laughs> that was 25 seconds. Uh, you didn't. Anyway, it's not quite fair because I had time to think. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, but I have more things to pack. So yeah, it's okay. No, mm-hmm. Nima. The charger. The charger. One, two, three, and go. <laughs> okay, so spare tires, tools, uh, my camping gear. Um, you forget this to, to do the tires. Cook, my cooking cooking <laughs> stuff, pots, and uh, dry fruit, and um, uh, a set of uh, like sleeping, uh, uh, like clean sleeping clothes. And uh, that's it. A lot more. But I don't want to. Go over 25 seconds. <laughs> <laughs> it's science. You actually went okay. to over 25 seconds. Okay, yeah. so I keep going. Then. And, 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 and <laughs> you totally <laughs> forgot uh, toothbrush and you forgot underwear. Well, well Gross. Me too. I, Gross. I took the underwear. No, that was a contest. <laughs> I didn't use them. You can pick that stuff but up. But I didn't take spare tires. No. <laughs> but in average. I, n- I noticed that mm. Nima had the food and the cooking and that type of thing And the tires. Down. The tires. Yeah. I, think survival, I think he's wired for survival and I'm kind of just... You know, as long as I have my clean underwear, I'm <laughs> <good>. <laughs> And you were traveling light, I guess. <laughs> I did not have cooking gear. Uh, a lot of people do uh. take it if they travel long distance. Um, I think that's something definitely to look into if you're traveling in less developed countries and for long distances. But in U.S., I didn't feel like I needed it. And mm. dry fruit and nuts are like the best thing to grab with you because you, you should always have a snack and you should always have a food because um i had those moments when you just you're out of energy like mm. you don't have energy it's like a car you run out of gas and you, you cannot move that's it okay. so you need something to get sugar in your blood to mm. keep pumping okay so average you see guys uh it just took them 25 seconds to pack their stuff and go for a three thousand uh, kilometer yeah. journey well, what nice. is stopping you oh me well Laziness. Laziness. Pure laziness. I'm not going (laughs) to dance around it. (laughs) It sounds wonderful. No, no. I I was going to say money. How much money in average would you guys uh, Um, save up for? I would say I, I... 
I prefer comfort. I wouldn't push it too much. I'm a bit spoiled, but <laughs> I spent, uh, it took me a month. And with the ticket back, I spent 1,200 or 300 US dollars. With the ticket back? Yeah. No, with the a plane without ticket? Plane ticket. Without back. the ticket, I w- would like to yeah, know. Yeah, like a um, thousand? thousand bucks for a month? A thousand bucks for a month. Because, yeah, most of the time when you travel, you spend the most on uh, hotels. Mm. And if you have that covered through the camping and then staying with warm showers, that's great. Some of the warm showers will feed you as well. Don't expect it. But But sometimes it happens. Sometimes it happens. They, like, wait for you with the dinner, you know, like what happened Mm. with Nima as well. So that covered as well. So So around, like, 30 days for you would be, like, your budget. 30 days. $30 a day. Yes. My budget was $30 a day. And then some days I would spend less. Some days I would spend more. So it was uh, 30 bucks is pretty good. What about you, Nima? Can Uh, you beat it? Uh, I oh, can you can. I, I think you can. <laughs> <laughs> well, he yeah. didn't carry any underwear, so of course he can. Yeah, uh, I don't remember the exact numbers, but I did write them down and I have like everything me, me sort too. of yeah. categorized. And I think it was around 20 bucks per day mm. on average. And I think 15 bucks of it was food because I yeah. eat a lot, even yes. if I don't bike like my metabolic rate is insane like three times average even a person who does the same stuff as me wow. i know it from my trips with yeah. my friends you know Shit. i i would go to like there is this uh like dollar tree store in us and everything is quite cheap and mm-hmm. they have everything really like all gmo good good stuff you know <laughs> 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 it was like i would pack I would come out of this tr- uh, Dollar Tree and all my bags are already totally packed. No space. I come with a big shopping cart. <laughs> it's like what sitting. Am I <laughs> like I was. I just t- for ten minutes. I was in um, Jackson in uh, Wyoming. Okay. I came out of uh, this uh, Dollar Tree. I was like just ten minutes. Just looking and said, "Fuck! What? What am I gonna <laughs> do with this? Get <laughs> off! Where am I gonna put them? Uh, was this project of unpacking everything <laughs> from the like because a lot of things are just uh, people like in North America they sell air in just you know boxes. Yeah, it's like there's nothing inside. Yeah. So I reorganize and repack everything. Yeah. You know, like wherever I could put stuff. So uh, you know, long story short, it was like." 20 25 kilos of food wow like and carrying <laughs> it for a bit because in wyoming there is nothing you know wyoming is as big as british columbia population is just 500,000 shit so it's like the wildest uh, and, and uh, by the way that's the only state that you cannot free camp like white camping is illegal oh, oh wow <laughs> why there's nobody because there and you can't use because of animals because it's not safe why like and um, what do they care? They don't even have too many people there. Uh, yeah, but I p- some people say it's because of that, and some people say it's because it's one of the capital states of U.S. Uh, mm. th- so states are diff- they have the different regulations. I can't talk for the ones yeah. that I was, and they were fine. It was like there was this road that was like right between Wyoming and uh, Wisconsin. No, Montana, or I don't remember. I was like getting out of uh, you're, you're uh, the Wyoming. I, yeah. You're the American here, so American I, Canadian. I was like, <laughs> then I, s- I was like right on this road, and I knew Wyoming free camping 
is not allowed and the other state is allowed. Oh. So I could <laughs> technically camp <laughs> on, on that side of the right road. Side of oh, the that's road. so stupid. <laughs> like that's so stupid, <laughs> man. So Borders, man. Oh, my God. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. for me, it was like food. And I, st- I did stay in hostels overall like four nights. It was like 20 bucks. Like it because it was everything was off season, everything yeah. was super cheap. Something that interests me about like so you guys have encountered a few times or yourself, especially even like the the animal issue being like, well, you can't camp here because there's animals, which kind of throws me for a loop as like a Canadian growing up in an area like this. It's like, well, we would go camping into the woods all the time, and there's bears and cougars and shit, and like we had like no real not regard uh, for it but you just kind of like you protect yourself against it by having the spray and by hanging your food and like doing all that type of shit but usually people come with cars right so you still have like if something happens you can run to the car right that's true that's usually yes but i mean i have been on backpacking trips so you just you go into the woods and you fucking stay there for a few days or whatever um yeah, I just find it interesting that people would be that concerned about it. I guess, like, are there that many attacks of random campers that are out like there? Like I haven't done a hell of a, you know, uh, long time of uh, this type of stuff. Like, maybe I've, I've done, like, a week kind of tour in, in Washington State and yeah. other places. I've stayed in the, middle of the, in the middle of the forest and stuff. Nothing has happened. But why, what I want to tell, I've read quite a few books of people like i love adventure books and stuff like books like i have right now in my kindle 45 books like i just find whatever and read them and i have never you know come across anybody under like years of trips being you know attacked by well, nobody's had a story of being attacked by no. an animal well no, the, the ones that they're did not here to tell yeah <laughs> the ones that did did oh. not have time to write a book uh, yeah that's <laughs> that's a fair point <laughs> yeah, but you know there's actually, there's like, yeah. there, there's <laughs> most people survive those types of attacks. yeah well, not even like it like you know sort of uh hazard or something like even this guy was in in middle of africa like you know like it's like they're like yeah. Tigers and lions you know, like and lions. Yeah. And, and he was, uh, this, I don't know if you know, you know, Alistair Humphrey. He was like, he has biked all around the world, uh, like in four years and three months. And one night he was like, oh, I'm on my own. I hear like, like a jog- jag- jaguar, jaguar yeah. or something. It was like, oh, maybe it's not the best idea to, you know, like being totally in the wild. Like, uh, yeah. maybe I should stay somewhere. But he heard, heard something, but nothing happened. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, it's it's a long story, but yeah. I think we are like addicted to be feared of things. We, we mm, find things to be scared of. Yeah. So that keeps us, you know, busy. I'm and distracted. I'm curious about uh, uh, Paulina's trip through Southeast Asia because wh- where else did you go there? My and uh, specifically about the people's kindness because my brother was over there a couple years ago and he got lost. Uh, in Thailand, he got separated from the group that he was with because they were all going to this thing that he didn't really want to go. And he's like, I'm just going to go on my own little adventure. And he got lost. And he ended up getting a ride like 30 minutes back into town on this guy's <laughs> on the back of this dude's scooter who like just like you said, you know, he was lost. And somebody said, do you need a hand? And he just said, yeah, you know, a lot of people are too proud to ask for help. But when you do actually need help, you have to say yes. Right. Like, Which which countries did you go to? What did you um, experience? So about asking for help, um, 
never ever have this idea of like I'm too proud or anything like this. If you need help, do ask, and if someone offers, do take. That's my rule. Mm. Um, um, so this this winter uh, for the New Year's, me and my friend we went to uh, from Singapore to South Thailand. Um, the final destination was uh, Phuket. And my friend was getting married on January 15th. So we had the day we had to get there. Um, wow. That's yeah, it was a race. It, it was a race, but it was uh, it was fun because uh, it was my second time. And I was really pumped and excited. And it was my friend's first time to go there. And she's definitely not a cyclist. But I knew she has, um, she has good pace and she had a bike for it. So I was sure she can do it. So we get to Singapore, we, we stay there for a couple of days, we just bought um, some gear, um, additional gear, and then we cycled out. So uh, first day, 100 kilometers, 110 kilometers, we crossed the border, she did great. It's like only the last 10 kilometers where she was like, oh my God, I'm like, I'm tired. I'm like, come on, come on, we can do this, we can do this. So our first host was a warm showers girl um, in the Muslim family in in a village, <laughs> in the middle of nowhere, through the jungle, uh, you arrive to this village. There are like cows and chickens running around, <laughs> and she has a big family. And the house has like, um, like a tin foil, or what do you call it? like um, a metal kind of roof that has holes in it. Okay, yeah. But it's tropical country, so it's not a big deal. You just you put a bucket the here and there. Yeah, you know, just get really warm during the day. Yeah. So <laughs> she she kicks her brother out of the room and she gives us the room in her house and then she shows <laughs> around and I'm and I'm fascinated because you know I come from a developed Western country where you know comfort is something that everyone has. Yeah. So for me to see this, that's exciting. This is what I was searching for. So I'm totally excited. And my friend, she's like, okay, okay, this this is okay. And uh, and then the girl shows us the, the shower. And she's like, we have a traditional shower. I'm like, oh, that's very interesting. What is a traditional shower? And it's pretty much a bucket of water. <laughs> not not even that, no. just a bucket of water <laughs> that you have to pull yourself yeah. and, like, you know, put water on yourself. And the water, of course, not heated. It's cold dish but i loved it i was like oh my god i love traditional shower <laughs> <laughs> she <laughs> knows how to sell it <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. it's a traditional shower oh, that's, uh, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> you can sell the shower here so that was Spa. excellent and she 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 made that traditional food and she showed us around and she was a wonderful host she was a muslim um and she was asking a lot of questions how how people portray Muslims in oh. Western countries and how how sh how we feel about staying with her and things like that. And I said, well, um, you're the first Muslim family I'm staying with, but, you know, you're great. So it's am amazing. And she was very, 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 very welcoming. And their family was really great. And the only thing she asked for was, like, uh, to wear longer pants. And everything else was fine. She asked you to wear longer pants? She asked if we can't because I asked okay. her right away. I was like, is there anything like, her, like, yeah. do we have to do certain things? Mm. Because I want to be yeah, respectful sure. in her house. And she's like, yeah, if you can just wear longer pants, that would be great. And nothing else. Like, no, <laughs> like, she didn't ask for um, covering uh, the sleeves or covering the head. None of this mm. was, you know, kind of pushed on us in any way. And along the way, it was very fine. Like, uh, 
they look at westerns just so quickly westerns mm -hmm. a lot of the times people were taking pictures of us they yeah. were like oh my god white people white mm -hmm. people and they were taking pictures of us so that was great um and then we kept paddling from that day we had a few rainy days but um from what people were telling us we we got really lucky with the weather okay because it was uh you know it was is it was pretty good we didn't have that many rain rainy days um and then uh once we get to to thailand we get to the border and i have a russian passport and you know th thai people are just like hey come on mm -hmm. welcome to thailand and then my friends she has a belarusian passport okay. she has the belarusian passport and i'm like oh where's your visa she's like what visa i don't need visa no you need visa <laughs> oh. so she was turned around and oh sent no. back to malaysia um and it you know we have wedding to attend so yeah. i'm like oh, wow. Dude, you have to get visa because you have this wedding and it's a very important friend and we're doing this whole trip and you know it's like trip is fun but you have to make it to the wedding that's like the main purpose mm -hmm. of the whole thing. Um, so she turns around, she go like she gets back to Malaysia to figure out her visa stuff and then at the moment I realized that oh shit, I'm in Asia, female cyclist <laughs> on my own <laughs> in Thailand and uh, I get a little bit freaked out. At the same time, I was like. Well, I can go a bit faster because I, I was, you know, going with her pace and she's like maybe like just one kilometer, two kilometers average slower. Okay. Or she gets tired and it's at some point I get bored. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> so I was like, okay, okay, I can I can push it for a couple of days. I can push it. And um I started circling through uh, Thailand kind of a big and, deal. <laughs> and then, you know, um I get this endless amount of flat tires so the first one i go to the bike store and they fix everything they give me a spare tire they give me a bottle of water and they don't charge me and they send me further i'm like wow people are so kind here so next fl flat tire that i get is like um along the way i just stopped by this house in the middle of nowhere i'm changing my tire and i'm you know fiddling with everything and rare uh, um, back tire and then this this guy from the house he comes out he's like do you need help he doesn't speak any english but you just you know mm -hmm. uh mumbo jumbo you understand each other i'm like yeah yeah can you do this so while he's fixing my back tire which i, I could totally fix myself but he really wanted to help so <laughs> I'm like, hey, if you want to do it while he's doing that this his wife is giving me bananas from her backyard nice. you know it's like do you just have bananas yeah. you know and it's, it's all organic it's all real yeah. stuff she gives me water she gives me everything i'm like wow you like you people are amazing. So I jump on my bike and uh, it was my second day on my own. And because my friend wasn't there, I was like, she always wanted to see things like nature. She wanted to stop. She wanted to do those things. I felt like I, I haven't been doing a lot of that. Like mm -hmm. I kind of just like cycling. I just like being on the bike. I'm just like going, going, going. So I was like, well, she's not with me, but, you know, maybe I should do some of those things that mm -hmm. she likes as well. And I see this um, sign, waterfalls to the like detour this mm -hmm. way i'm like oh great waterfalls I'll, i'd like to check the waterfalls and it's a eight kilometer detour one okay. way and of course it's all heels it's all heels <laughs> <laughs> here i am on my fifth kilometer up the hill i'm like why why did i do this <laughs> and i Turn have to around, go it'll back it'll be so easy to just ride this hill down <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, like it's up and down so you're uh. stuck in heels you're stuck in heels and on my fifth kilometer so the waterfalls are at the eighth kilometer um i see a police car uh, leveling up with me and they're like kind of oh what are, what are you doing here it's, of course it's in the middle of nowhere it's yeah. a village uh, and i'm like 
figuring out, I wonder if there are tigers in here and elephants and things like that. Oh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> it's a Thailand. <laughs> and uh, and police like, well, what are you doing? I'm like, I'm going to see a waterfall. It's like, <laughs> like, come on, guys. It's like, what else is here? <laughs> and they're like, okay, okay. Oh, by the way, they don't speak English. Mm-hmm. It's just me explaining waterfalls. <laughs> Exactly. That's exactly what I did. I was like, there's a whole waterfall. Yeah. (laughs) And um, so I I keep cycling for three kilometers. And for the three kilometers that I'm cycling, a police car is driving behind me. And I'm like, okay, what is going on here? Are they going to arrest me? Are they going to rape me? Are they, it's like three policemen, Uh, three male police uh, officers in the car. All in one car? All in one car. And they're just cycling behind me. I'm like, are they just guarding me i don't know what's going on so i'm kind of filming everything uh, like putting on my instagram and stuff no not in um not uploading but recording it yeah so then i stop at the waterfalls and they stop as well they stop and i'm like can i leave my bike next to your car they're like okay okay and i started walking towards the waterfall i'm like is this the waterfall they all come out of the car they're like yeah 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 and they keep following me they keep <laughs> three of them get out of the car they keep following me to the waterfalls and then once we get to the waterfalls, I'm like, yeah, so this is it. Yeah. They're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're like, selfie. And then we started taking pictures together <laughs> and everything else. And then all of a sudden we are best friends. <laughs> and then, but just before I, I went for the waterfalls, I asked them if they can give me a lift back to the, to the highway for that eight uh-huh. kilometers back. And they're like, no, 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 eight kilometers. No, no. And they, I don't know, they couldn't <laughs> understand me or whatever. They've been slowly following you for eight kilometers. <laughs> They, they, they were following me for three. They were asking if it's too far to get to a highway. They said, they no, no, no. It's, <laughs> it's, it's close. <laughs> it's just, just right back <laughs> the way you came, crazy lady. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we take all the pictures. We try to communicate. We're like best friends at that point. Um, and then we come back to their car. And then I ask them again, can you give me a lift to this, this road? And I try to communicate it better. All of a sudden, there is this old man. I have no idea how he got there, <laughs> but he's... <laughs> He's also asking <laughs> for a lift. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> was was he from Russia as well? No, he was ground. just like it was in the middle the of Russian. nowhere. Yeah. I don't know how he got there, but he was also need he also needed a ride. So they get him in the car. They get my bike in the car in a in a in a trunk like it, it how was big like is a this pickup police car. car. It's a it's a pickup kind of okay. trap, but it's ah. a police car. Okay. And um, yeah, so there is an old man and my bike in the pickup. And then me sitting with the policeman inside, and they're like, "Oh, give us your phone number." I'm like, "Okay, but it like it's off right now." And then he tries to call it, and of course it's off. And they take more selfies, and <laughs> and then he's like, "Show me your passport." I'm like, "Ah." <laughs> and then the other ones, don't, don't, don't ask. It, it's 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 funny. You don't speak their language, but you understand what they kind of yeah. what's going on. Th- yeah. What's going on? And then you know, I I remember just one word in Thai from my trips back in the day, and. In my head, it was thank you, but it wasn't thank you. It was hello. Okay. I, I was like, Savat the crab, Savat the crab. And they're like, they started laughing uh, and, and saying something else. And only then I learned that instead of saying thank you, I was saying hello, hello. <laughs> 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 they were sure you were crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody being so generous and kind. Uh, oh, hello, uh, hello. hello. <laughs> 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 that was it pretty much. But they, they give me a lift uh, out of that, that detour. And then they, they drove me on the highway for like um, like bigger road f- up to the hill. Like they left me on top of the hill and they were like, okay, okay, you could be good and stuff like that. I mean, yeah, thank you guys so, so much. And uh, yeah, that was it. But it, w- it was cool. Yeah, so 
three policemen. That's so <laughs> random. I, I would like to. I would like to ask Did, you guys. Yeah. Um, I wish you could have asked them how why they were following you in the first place. Uh, oh, how why? No, why they were following? Uh, yeah, the but they place. had like zero English. They're probably just like, huh? You guys want to go check out that waterfall? <laughs> yeah, let's go check out the waterfall. <laughs> <laughs> it was it was really it was really cool. Um I would like to ask you guys like how because you said that your 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 friend she was the one that would like to see more of the nature and you were the one uh, cycling more, right? Yeah. And this it's a question for both of you. Uh how do you guys measure that? Like the how much you're going to stop or are, uh, like is your trip about cycling or is about seeing the stuff that it's and, and stopping for the, the nature that is around or just cycling through like is that the, the objectives is the road the objectives is to arrive or the objectives is to stop in uh while you you, you do the trip well, how do you guys see uh what's the most that's important stuff that's i think a question that could be extended to to any aspect of life and i think uh it's a constant challenge to like i i'm aware of the fact that i shouldn't like life is not about destination but like it's it's so easy to get carried away and get obsessed with one thing or another and i like a bike trip for me is like a good sort of workshop of mm. practicing not to be obsessed with getting to the final destination and that's part of the reason uh like there is like always this uh challenge of carrying less like being more minimalist with bike touring trips but at the same time sometimes i think okay if i'm not gonna carry any like uh like i have my coffee stuff like my pots and all of that stuff it's heavy i go yeah. slower <laughs> yeah but like like it's more than half of the reason i do this whole bike trip like being in my tent and making my coffee and you know like Life is not full without coffee. Yeah, <laughs> like, true. and it's like, you know, like, where am I going? Like, I would, like, I don't even, I didn't even have to do this. Yeah. So that's all about enjoying the process. Hmm. And for me, um, so I, like, on my uh, trip to Vegas, first five days, I biked, like, on average, 150K every day. It was, like, I did, like, 700, 800K in less than a week, which it was like two days of, uh, one day of rest. I was like, then I was like, uh, and I had this, this really like the interesting books that I wanted to read. And every night I would get to my tent, I was like cooking and then I would just faint. It's like yeah. Then I said like, why am I doing this? I want to read yeah. this book. I want What's to. What's the rush? Yeah. So yeah. I decided to take it slower and, you know, like some of the rest days is like some, I I would just you know I would just started reading and I just stayed in my tent the whole day. Nice. It was like not going anywhere. Yeah. So yeah, like you could go really fast. You know, it depends on your mood too. Sometimes we need like action. You know, speaking about myself, I it's I like have a those days. Yeah, mm -hmm. play of. I think if you feel life good. is about like for me like the latest finding of what makes me happy is like kind of juggling my yin and yang yeah you know like if i stay too much in my yin mode i get really like you know down and Off life becomes stagnant and like so i need to to act and then 
take it easy, act and take it easy. So in action is like you just want to go, you know. Yeah. It's like you need uh, to get everything pumping, passed. Pumping, pumping. But yeah. th- oh. there's like for you the same the same question, and like I I just like to add that Nima, you've you've done this alone, and and you had you done this by yourself, but you also did with a friend. And yeah. how different would that be? You know, because when you are by yourself, you do whatever it's in your mind. But yeah. when you have some someone else, you yeah. have to respect the pace, like. I'll 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 tell you. Um, so uh, first time on my first trip when I did it alone, I think um I had three challenges that I did not expect. You know, I I was thinking that I w- I, w- I was preoccupied with being raped. I'm not being able to pump the you know the pedals like um, push my bike for 100 kilometers a day. Uh, but that was not the problem. The three problems that I encountered was uh. The pain of sitting on your seat mm. for a very long time. Yeah, I was gonna ask you guys about <laughs> that. That was really My bad. My ass is already passed up. Yeah, <laughs> it's <laughs> it has no senses. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's it's your ass. It's your skin between your legs. It's invest in a good seat. Yeah, it's it's crucial. Um, second thing, which was or a big problem. In a good ass. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you can't get the good ass without riding the bike. <laughs> um, so the second thing was uh, uh, was a problem after I cycled for like a month. Um, I got numbness in my left arm. Um, so for touring, uh, a lot of touring cyclists they get um, additional. Um, like uh, things on their wheels on the um, uh, steering wheel so you have different variations of how you can put your arms because oh your yeah. arms yeah. will get numb butterfly handlebars like yeah European stuff. exactly yeah. so i m- mine have a little bit of variation but not a lot and uh you're pushing it at some point it gets numb so yeah. and i was doing a lot of kilometers and even after i completed my trip um i had numbness in my arm for a month so it was a while. So um, I had I had to buy different gloves. And I, like on this trip, I didn't have this problem. Do you have drop handlebars or flat handlebars? No, flat. And then there is a uh, like a horn. Oh, okay. No, yeah. That's, uh, so that's <laughs> not the best. Yeah. So. Not, not Nima. Apparently. Yeah. No. No. <laughs> <laughs> and then the third problem was actually cycling alone. Because you have alone. to be a- able to bend yeah. your your elbow so that you don't like get all the exactly you know, that's exactly and so you keep it so keep like it straight and that's it yeah. that you don't do that don't do that so yeah the, th- the third problem was actually cycling alone and um you know there are days when you're happy to be alone but most of the time you kind of you go through this psychological um challenge challenge yeah, yeah of being alone and i was like wow I, w- I wish i had someone to share it with hmm. so I was really looking forward to cycle with a friend on my next trip. But when you pick a friend to cycle with you, <laughs> make sure you're going at the same pace. Mm-hmm. It's really important, especially if you're one of the cyclists. Like, I feel like Nima and I both like to pump. Like, we like going at it. Like, if I have a good day, if I feel like it, I like to push my bike. I like to go fast. I like to go 20 kilometers an hour with a loaded bike. And I enjoy it. Um, but my friend, she was, she wanted to, she can do it, but she just doesn't enjoy it. And yeah, it's not general, it's not about riding the bike. It's yeah. about we're traveling through this place. Exactly. Yeah. So for her, her, her mentality was a little bit different for me, uh, to answer your question about, uh, pushing it or exploring. I think, um, it depends where you're looking for in the trip. So 
for my first trip, I just wanted to complete it. I wanted to complete 3,000 kilometers. I'm going through US. I've, I've been to California. I've been to BC. It's not that I'm going to see tons of like completely unique places. Um, there were some great stuff to see for sure, but it wasn't it wasn't my objective for the trip. I just wanted to push my bike and... Um, you wanted to make it. I wanted to make it. That was my thing. I wanted to make it. I wanted to complete it. And I wanted to complete it with... Um, Honestly, to to have my ego satisfied and be like, yo, that was a good speed. It was good heels and I did it and all of that. So I'm, I'm into sports and uh, those numbers on Strava were important for me. Um, but on my second trip, I wanted to, I knew that I was going with someone who would be a bit slower and it's through Asia, which might have more things to see and stuff like that. So we took it much slower and we were okay with getting buses sometimes if it's super rainy day oh, okay. or if it's super like for example we skipped the Kuala Lumpur area just because that traffic there is really 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 heavy mm -hmm. and that's one of the biggest problems in terms of cycling through Asia is just traffic is very crazy and mm. it gets mm -hmm. dangerous um, in not a lot of road areas. rules yes they have really good shoulders but the, the drivers are crazy <laughs> And my mm. friend, she gets scared. She gets scared. Like if they honk, they sometimes they honk just to to let you know that they're passing by. So they're actually trying to be nice. But she would get scared. And when you get scared on the bike, she, like she wobbles, right? Yeah. Which is not a good thing. And, and I'm always calm. Like I'm always calm. Like it doesn't affect me at all. Um, so it, w it was a little bit like a uh, different kind of uh, pace. But... We did have a day. We had to be in Thailand for mm -hmm. a certain day. Mm -hmm. So, okay. so if when you have an end day, you will have to rush it at some point. Hmm. But Did if you have open day and you have stretchy budget, and you have stretchy budget, then you can do absolutely different thing. And I would totally do it differently. You know, I, I already did my numbers on Strava. So I think my next trip, I would definitely do something like 80, 90 kilometers a day, which gives you enough energy and time, the daytime, to see the places. Because a lot of the time we would come back to the city at 5 p.m. and everything is already closed. Mm. The daylight is coming to an end, you know, mm -hmm. things like that. It was in the winter, right? Maybe in the summer it would have been different. Okay. But, um, you know, in mind. So, but again, if you do have time, if you do have money, I wouldn't say push it i would say enjoy it more explore talk to people see the places go to that little coffee shop um you know and uh experience more that's great cool. man you guys have inspired me to at least look at it i'm fucking <laughs> lazy and i don't know about riding 3,000 kilometers 40 days sounds insane but it also sounds like a lot of fun uh, a different type of adventure for sure um, i have one quick question for you guys because i know you guys gotta go um do you pump music like in your ears or like you read books? Yes. Like why wouldn't you just listen to the books while you're riding? Uh, no, I listen to music. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, not all the time. No. I don't know. Sometimes I just forget yeah. and I realize it has been four days of been just riding and Bo then they'll say, oh, I should start listening to music. Yeah. Plus you don't want to drain your, your batteries, yeah. I guess, probably. No, I, I, I had a little um, iPod and it's amazing on battery, so mm. it doesn't kill my phone. Um, and then I got a lot of, uh, I don't know if you guys know the movie um, uh, Walter Mitty, The Life yep. of Walter Mitty. Yeah. No. I haven't seen it yet, but here's oh really Oh God, good. you have to see it. Um, it's, it's about 
dreamers and traveling and that kind of stuff and the soundtrack for that movie is absolutely amazing oh, really? and uh, the guy who wrote some of the songs is uh, Jose Gonzalez okay. so such a funny name uh, he has wonderful songs and all, all my trip I was just keep listening to them and uh, it was it was really great uh, cool. but you do need music yeah, music yeah, is, your, sure. is your fuel yeah for sure. for sure. Cool. Well, we'd re- really like to thank you guys, Paulina and Nima, for coming and uh, chatting with us about your adventures. Really, really awesome. Uh, yeah, we'll see you guys again, I'm sure. Uh, that is it for the Slack Line with Jay Wow. 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 And the boss. The boss, boss. is coming. Made up dumb fairy tale name, you. And uh, we'll see you guys next time. Have a good yeah. day. Thank you. Thank you for having us.